podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Betting Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to another edition of the Golf Betting Podcast. I'm James Butler, as always, and as always with me is Dave Tindall, the legendary golf betting pundit. And Dave, just looking back to last week, the Workday Charity Golf Tournament, we were scuppered by Patrick Cantlay's 18th hole bogey, weren't we? He looked like he was going to get a place and then just slipped away. Well, he did get a bit of a place. He was tied seventh and they were betting at eight each way terms, but it was a very compromised each way return. I just got a tiny bit back. But yeah, he, he left it too late, really. Came with a wet sail in the final round. But we'll talk more about him later. OK, keep your powders right. We'll move on to that then. We're looking ahead to this week's tournament, obviously. Same, same course, though, Dublin, Ohio. It's back again then at the Jack Nicholas-designed Muirfield Village Golf Club. And the players have uh, effectively stayed there, haven't they, that uh, played there last week. There's a few new contenders, which I'm sure we'll get to as well. You said to me, though, last week that it was going to play maybe easy last week and then they were going to toughen it up this time around maybe harder fairways it's been good weather there slightly longer rough and less receptive greens is that going to change our betting perspective yeah I mean that theory well it wasn't really a theory it was based on what they were telling us but Jack Nicholas was interviewed yesterday Tuesday and he said the golf course will be a little different this week greens will be a couple of feet faster rough will be a week older and deeper it'll be pretty dead as they say and the greens should be firmer so basically Jack's reaffirming what we thought it's going to be harder to score firmer conditions there's a bit of rain around which could soften them a little bit but generally I don't think we're going to see a pair of 19 unders um, which we saw in last week's playoff so yeah, tough of course this week. Well, let's have a look at the the markets then for the Memorial Tournament. Bryson DeChambeau is the favourite in the market. He's around about 10 to 1 in the listings. Justin Thomas, who came second, didn't he, after the playoff in the event last week. He's at 11 to 1. Rory McIlroy is in there around about 12s. And you've got Patrick Cantley, who we just mentioned at 14s. Dustin Johnson is in there around about that same price. Colin Morikawa, who was the uh, winner last week, he is in there around about 20s, 22s. Then there's uh, Victor Hovland, around about the same price. And Tiger Woods is in there at 25 to 1. Tiger's interesting to me. He didn't play last week. What do we know about Tiger Woods in terms of his potential for uh, getting up there on the leaderboard this time around? Yeah, so obviously this is the big story this week. Tiger's back for the first time in five months played since February. So he was interviewed yesterday as well. So we've picked up, um, as we say each week on this podcast, this is why we do it on a Wednesday so we can reflect some of the press conferences. So Tigers yesterday, he said, we've been lucky enough to have had Medalist open. Medalist is his local course uh, for most of this quarantine period. So it's been nice to get out on the golf course and be able to play and keep active. And then he goes on to say, but as far as physically, I feel so much better than I did back in February. I've been able to train and concentrate on getting back up to speed and back up to tournament speed. He also notes that he's been um, playing tennis with his kids, which given Tiger's ailments, he just hasn't been able to do that kind of thing you know, with his back. Always has to be careful with it. So the fact he's playing tennis and been practicing on his local course suggests that with Tiger, Yes, there's going to be some rust, you would think. But in terms of his physical health, I think it's all green for go with Tiger. Five-time winner of this event, tied ninth last year. So one of the courses where you expect him to always play well. So yeah, so if you're a big Tiger fan, I think there's enough there that he said to think, oh, right, I'll, I'll give him a go around 25s. Nobody's really benefited from COVID, but people with ailments probably have more than the most, haven't they? Because they've had the chance to relax and to recuperate a little bit. And Tiger might uh, just be somebody to look out for. 25 to 1. 
for him then in this field. In, in terms of others then that we're looking at, we mentioned Patrick Cantley earlier, who did well last week. Are we going to go back in with him again, or is there somebody else there that interests you? No, I think we should show a bit of loyalty to Cantley. He, he was interviewed yesterday, so I was interested to see what he said. He'd already gone out for some practice. He said, just finished nine holes, and the greens are already much faster than they were last Sunday. It's nice to see the golf course back to how I remember it. He's referring there to the fact he won this tournament memorial last year with the course conditions as it's going to be this week. So he says, I'm sure I feel a little more like the defending champion this week. This feels more like memorial. This week will feel like a return to normal, in my opinion, with the conditions of the golf course. Last week with the whole locations and the slowness of the greens, that was the adjustment week. Definitely knocked some tournament rust off. And that's two good Sundays in a row for me, finished with 65 last Sunday. If I can get Thursday through Saturday a little better and keep those Sundays rolling, I should have a good shot this week. I think maybe playing there last week maybe just took a little bit of the edge off him feeling, oh, I'm the defending champion. I think he might just be a bit more settled than, than he would have been. So I think the fact that he finished so fast last week with the course starting to be prepared more as it is going to be for this week, I think he's got every chance. And although there's a few bigger names on show this week, I'm, I'm happy to go in again at 14 to 1. And of course, uh, each way but I think in golf betting it's it's easy to maybe get let down by someone even though only marginally last week they all oh, right that's them done strike a line through them but I think Cantlay we stick with him we might just uh, be celebrating on Sunday as big as 14 to 1 for Patrick Cantlay I was going to ask you actually about the players that played at the course last week as opposed to those that didn't is that an advantage that they've got themselves four rounds under the belt plus the practice etc they know the course you know have acclimatized and are used to it it's one of them ones you can you can definitely argue all of that, but you could also argue that they played the course last week a bit different to how it's going to be this week with slower greens last week. So will they be a bit thrown? Will it take them a little while to adjust to how it is this time? And will those coming in fresh see Memorial as they normally find it and be a bit less spooked? So I know why people are saying, oh, it will have helped to play last week, but I'm not putting all of it in there. I, I think you could just as well see someone come in afresh who's maybe not not so much you know being stuck on this property for two weeks someone who just comes in breezes in and maybe just kicks on and wins from from there so yes yeah, so, uh, one to debate but I'm, I'm not putting too much in either camp Patrick Cantlake as we say about 14 to 1 Tiger there interests you as well at 25s is there anybody at a bigger price usually you give me a somebody towards the top end of the market and then we look a bit lower down to see if there's any value further down is there anybody down the list that uh, maybe stands out this time around Again, it's uh, someone, James, who we, I mentioned slightly differently last time because he was a Liverpool fan and I thought he'd be on a high. It was Danny Willett. Mentioned him at the Rocket Mortgage and he finished fourth there. A really excellent display from him. Struck the ball nicely. Uh, six strokes, um, strokes gained tee to green. So I think when he was fourth last time, and I had a, a word with a mate who said, he, you know, he's, he's really in confident mood at the moment, Danny Willett. And I thought, if he's any sort of big price in an event that's coming up soon, I'm going to play him. And there he is, 125 to 1 this week. So I thought, I can't let that go by. He's played this course once, and I thought he did quite well when he wasn't in great form. He was tied 27th last year. Opened with a pair of 69s to put him tied 10th at halfway. And obviously, Muirfield Village has got links to Augusta National, which was the scene of Danny Willett's finest hour with its you know generous fairways, importance on second shot and fast green so I think Muirfield Village is definitely one of those courses where Willett will think he can do well I just think 125 is a bit of an insult to a player 
he's not just won that Masters in recent times. We've seen him win the Tour, the DP World Tour Championship, and also the BMW PGA Championship. Two big, big events on the European Tour. So I think Danny Willett, once he gets in contention, he's you know he's as strong as anyone going. Really, you don't expect him to to fall away. So I, I think we could uh, do nicely with him. You can get eight each way places as well at 125 I think with Skybet and William Hill so he's our big outsider I mean you're the expert but I try to do a little bit of reading each week and the sort of general consensus seems to be that this is a course where you need to find the fairways because the rough might be a little bit more punishing but your second shot's probably going to be key and Danny Willett Tiger Woods and Patrick Cantley have that in their armoury don't they? Yeah, all excellent iron players and showing that that of late. So, yeah, I think we're on the right kind of players this week. A final note, just looking ahead, I noticed from Colin Morikawa, who, who won last week, they asked him about the USPGA, which is coming up next month, first major of the year. It's been a long wait. That's taking place at Harding Park in San Francisco, and they just asked him about that, and just sort of one for your notebooks. Morikawa said, I've played there maybe around 10 to 15 times throughout my college career. That's a course that I feel familiar with. I can name any hole for you right now. I can tell you what spots you want to miss it. So a lot of the players will be going there for the first time. Colin Morikawa knows that course pretty well. If you look around, he's 33. Obviously, his price has been cut because he won uh, last week. But just um, one for your notebooks there. If you want to get get some money down or you think thinking, can Morikawa do well in a major? Well, this could be the one because he, he knows the course. Wise words there from Dave Tyndall then. And this week, we're looking ahead to the Memorial Tournament. Patrick Cantley in that 14s. Tiger Woods worth a look at 25s. And Danny Willett, a big price of 125 to 1. Dave Tyndall, thank you very much as always. Thanks, James. Gamble responsibly. And good luck out there with your bets on the Memorial Tournament. We'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.